Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Wild Matters School Bus, the most unprofessional D&D podcast you will ever hear. My name is Calvin, and before the episode starts and you hear me repeat all this again, a quick word of warning. This Dungeons & Dragons podcast may contain fantasy violence, language, mature themes, and other sensitive subject matters. So, listener discretion is always advised. Alright, well, with all of that said and done, let's go ahead and start the episode and listen to D&D the way it was meant to be endured. Insert tagline here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wild Magic School Bus, the most unprofessional DD podcast you will ever hear. I, of course, am your DM, Calvin Piper, and these fine folk play the game of D&D with me. Uh, as we go around and introduce ourselves, a real quick heads up, we don't have Matt or Zach tonight uh, due to uh, disease and car problems. So <laughs> sickness and car problems, not disease. Um, so Unrelated. it's just the four of these guys, but don't worry, we're still going to have a great night uh, playing D&D. So go around and introduce yourselves with tonight's prompt. Uh, what's your favorite Rocky movie? Oh man! Uh, Wait, Rocky? Do the mm-hmm. Creed movies count? Sure, why not? Cool. He's in them. My name's Matt. Plays Zeke Magoop, male turtle, wizard six, level six, and I would say the first Creed movie. Okay, good one. This is uh, Drew. I play Gummy the Reach, human monk. Didn't even have to read that, guys. Didn't even have to read that. My favorite Rocky movie is, um, I think it's three with Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Dolph Lundgren. Mm -hmm. Lundgren. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that uh, character. He's so cool. Great. I wanted to uh, actually um, defect to Russia. I grew up during the Cold War, and seriously, I was like, I, I know. And yeah, I was like, I wasn't anti-American so much as I was like, yeah, Dolph Lundgren's really cool. <laughs> you know what's funny is when this premieres, all I'm going to do is bleep you and have a runner across the bottom. This is due to his anti- <laughs> due to his anti-patriotic te- like Dude, verbiage. Do that? I will 100 percent do that. Oh, please do that. I, I think that, that would be way less bad than what I actually said. <laughs> way funnier to just be like, and you just like. Speak it. It's gonna be great. Wouldn't that be so funny? And like the next cut on YouTube, you're just like not sitting there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Michelle, and I play Nell Webb. She's a little little forest gnome bard. Um, I here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. 
even if it's movies I like, I don't retain much of anything from them. And Not syphilis. That's Rocky is lack of <laughs> all of them that I've watched are pretty unnoteworthy for me personally. So pass. Okay. Uh, yeah, is that our first ever hard pass? <laughs> I yeah. think that's, that's, that's fair. I didn't know we were allowed to do wow. that. Jeez. Uh, I am Will. I play Barrios, the level six tabaxi sorcerer, and I'm wondering why this was the chosen prompt. I, mean, I don't want to say, but I will say it's in honor of the fact that my wife's half of my wife's face is numb because she went to the dentist today. You son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> You guys, oh, now it's, it's all droopy. I see. Oh, when no. I, when I came home, I looked like Milo Ventimiglia. So, <laughs> listeners, watchers, two days ago, we, we were notified that this beautiful young lady over here had lost a crown, and I was so wanting to get to see like Snaggletooth Michelle tonight. <laughs> uh, and I was very let down when yeah. she said, Oh, it was a molar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was just wondering what color it was. This color. Gold. Yeah, she gets gold. She has gold ones now. Oh, some dude, some people like... call crayons crowns. Okay. So it's crowns. You know, like a teal crown. Yeah. That's really weird. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, tie in. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like it. I don't either. <laughs> but that's okay. You remember uh, when crayons had. Nope. Um, <laughs> restraint. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I liked Creed 2 a lot. Uh, the redemption arc of Creed 2 was great. Not Creed as well. Creed the second um, one. Creed the second. Yeah. Okay. There's I three of them now. Creed Jr. Have another prompt. Oh, you do? Yes. <laughs> You're going to have to save What disease does Matt have that's keeping him home from D&D tonight? <laughs> oh, that's fun. Um, no, the I was thinking uh, disease. something along the lines of um, do your best impression of a bad Hermione Granger laugh from the movies. I don't remember it. When I don't remember her laugh. You blocked it out. Yeah, it's what it is. It's ever horrifying. Ho, 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 Harry! <laughs> Sorry. Wait, no, I, don't think I can't do that. We right. all love oh, you, weird. Emma Watson. Yeah, she's great. Can't sure, wait she... to have you, you know, sub in one can't day. Can't wait yeah. to have you guest star. I mean, there are two point. spots at the table that are just screaming, Emma. Yeah, uh, Emma mm-hmm. Watson famously takes time away from her philanthropy and yeah. movie stardom to play lots and lots Ooh, of D&D. With here's the actual Randos. cold open. <laughs> Which of the six of us would be best replaced by Emma Watson? I think she would play the hell out of Kestis. I'm going to argue. Not because that, not that Zach's not doing good. Clarify. I would be best replaced. <laughs> Actually, don't argue. By dot, dot, You don't need dot. to. No, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> you would best be replaced now. by Joe Pesci. Yeah, that's good. Oh, recast uh, our characters of the different birth. Joe Pesci would be a great Connie. That's, mm. That is mm. true. So, All right. Well, we're going to go and recast mm. everybody uh, and go and jump into episode 18 of the Wild Badger School Bus. Yep. So the last time we were here, our adventurers had successfully pulled off a heist at the Afterlife Casino, removed certain objects from the casino, and made their way back into the city proper, stowing uh, the items in uh, Zook's private chambers at the Infinium. They returned the borrower's tome after taking a quick peek into it. Uh, they returned it back to their handler at the Ark, Samia. 
uh, they were given instructions that now would be a good time to lay low and wait for the heat of the theft to kind of blow over. And they went their separate ways and realized that uh, for some of them, taking time away from their main objectives meant that they were or investing time in their main objective, which is the arc, means that they're neglecting a few other responsibilities. But more on that as they unfold. And that is where we find ourselves tonight, with all of you getting a long rest that evening, with some of you waking up from dreams, from nightmares, from less than pleasant conversations, uh, to find yourself at the first day of the people's celebration, the evening <coughs> Uh, celebrations have come and gone, but this is now the first full day of the celebrations, and they are in full swing. The city is still uh, alive with the sound of uh, people, even more so now that the sun is up, and uh, it is it is days for celebration. Most shops or uh, places of work uh, are open, but most people take these three days off to celebrate in the fullest, so... Uh, not a lot of responsibilities going around. Uh, the world is yours to explore. What do you guys want to do? Ooh, uh, clarifying question: Did we yes. get any? Do we make any money off of the heist? Yes, we stole a bunch of stuff. Did I think we make I anything? gave you all money. Did I give you all a certain amount or no? I think I said I would. I oh, know like I five thousand gold a piece, right, gang? I don't have any uh, additional. No, you don't have any. any? Okay, I believe. I believe it was 500 gold per person. 500? I might that. be speaking out of turn. I may have thrown another number out Too there, late. but 500 is the number I'm giving. So Okay, cool. uh, then first thing I would like to do before I do anything else mm -hmm. is uh, Barrios needs some new clothing. Okay. So I would like to see if I can find just... Um, so I think I want to. I don't suit. know, like if you knew a tailor or anything. Well, I'm definitely going to ask Nell to fix it up, but rather than be like, Hey, Nell, could you make me an entire three-piece suit? I could just say, hey, now, could you tailor this and make this look like it's actually professional? Because I would like a uh, like a deep sapphire, like almost black, like felt suit. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like crushed velvet almost? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking yes. like dark sapphire with just like a super dark little tie and just mm -hmm. it's definitely too short. So, like, the sleeves only come to right about here, and the pants, you can see my ankle <laughs> tattoo yeah. from when I did time. Uh, but yeah, Is that like a stylistic choice? 100%, yeah. Like, he wants it. Yeah. Want like, high yeah, waters? Yeah. More or less high waters, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, for, I would say, probably about two gold, uh, you could very easily come across a very nice... Sign, sealed, delivered. Um, very nice, uh, well-made suit. Uh, with all of these beautiful kind of designs on it. And actually, it's it's easy enough to find here in the city because the city itself is full of merchants from all across the land. So you're able to find fabrics that you wouldn't normally find here. Uh, even some from further into uh, the center of Udall from some of the more uh, tactile cities. Uh, you're able to get some much finer fabrics and beautifully done. Um, and yeah, you are, you actually, uh, you, yours is bought from this caravan of what looks to be some sort of like pixie type, uh, individuals who about a dozen of them, when you get the suit, they quickly kind of like do it up for you and make it to where it fits you relatively well. Um, but yeah, you know that you've got a pretty good tailor that you can go seek out if it gets, uh, are they pixie gypsies or gypsy pixies? They're, uh, 
Jixies. Jipixies. I'm sorry for what I just Whichever called. one, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and the only other thing he wants to buy is sometimes people sell like weird like, oh look, it's geodes. Watch, we'll crack it in a half for you. Go ahead and roll a D twenty four. Okay. Make an investigation check. Oh, That's getting pulled straight from Will's actual that's, life. That's a four. He loves a four? Yeah. That's fine. You can roll one. Um, you come across uh, a couple different things, but one that catches your eye is this uh, tiny little, what looks to be kind of acorn style wagon with the longest uh, donkey-like creature you've ever seen with the shortest legs. Nice. Like think wiener dog, but donkey. It's a corgi donkey? Kind of, yeah. Um, and it's, it's made out, of, it looks like it's built out of this kind of like rounded kind of acorn style like shack. Uh, and the back doors are open just along this long caravan all parked along this major road as you're just kind of walking. Think of like a flea market, but just lined on both sides of stuff. And you come by this uh, small little one and you can see there are stones kind of set out on these pillows and blankets and stuff. Uh, and as you are looking at them, you hear a voice coming from inside the thing. Hey, see you like my stones. And you look out and you can see sitting on uh, legs folded, arms kind of like folded as well, is this tiny little woman who's like paler than anything you've ever seen. Uh, but with like these like bright kind of like purplish eyes. And she just kind of looks at you just with like this giddiness. She's like, welcome. I do like your style and I do like your stones. Um, do you have any that uh, happen to not be halved yet? Maybe a whole stone? Oh, I have many stones. Some some that are broken, some that are whole. I again would just need a one whole stone, please. Of course. And she, without unfolding anything, rolls back into the acorn and <laughs> the doors close, just rummaging. <laughs> opens back up, she rolls forward. But this time she has a stone. Nice. And it is a uh She is a gotcha pun. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ooh. Uh but she goes. A moon sister special just for you. Wait. And she reaches out and offers it to you. Uh, I go ahead and mage hand that thing over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Easy enough to do. You're you're a sister of the moon. I am. My sister and I. We are the moon sisters. Wait. So you are sisters of the moon, or you are sisters that love the moon? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm not usually one for clarifying questions. Uh, but, um, I think that makes us, uh, siblings as well. Hi. Uh, I am married to your sister of the moon. Uh, my name is Barrios. Barrios, yes. I've heard That's of you. uncanny. Um, yeah. So, uh, it's uh, a pleasure to, uh, make your acquaintance. Um, don't be a stranger. I haven't had you over for dinner yet. I didn't even know that you guys were related. I'll probably have to talk to my beloved about that later. I'm um, sure you will. But, yeah, you do run a tight ship. It looks, uh, very good, but I... Yeah, I think I'll just take my stone and be going. Very well. Good luck. Say hello to the moon for me. She rolls it back into the... <clears throat> he just like pulls out his change purse. He's like... All right, sounds good. <laughs> I just, I'll just i put like three gold on that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Set up the gold on it and you go. Um, Yeah. Okay, that's all I need to do. Yeah. You have a... So you have a... Uh, a smooth stone, uh, kind of like uh, almost egg oval shaped, uh, smooth polished purple, almost like an amethyst purple with uh, dark 
blackish kind of like lines, veins running through it. Gotcha. Okay. But he thinks it's a geode, so he's going to crack it in half. (laughs) No, it looks like the moon. Oh. Is that what the moon looks like to you? Yeah, it's not what the moon looks like to me. That's crazy. You guys know that's what the moon is in this world. It's a purple moon. Oh, my gosh. Purple (laughs) egg-shaped moon. Okay, no, I think that's good. Why not? Well, because the outside of a a geode looks kind of like the moon, if you think about it. It's when you crack it open that you see the beautiful side of it. that's not what he just described. I know. Well, that wasn't what I was picturing (laughs) in my head, so that's why I'm confused. Yes, and (laughs) other planets are different, too, I bet. Probably. Nice. (laughs) Okay, thank you. I okay. like the idea that you are so blinded by your infatuation with the moon that you have a purpley, black, shiny, egg-shaped, polished stone, and you're like, it's white and cratery, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Resemblance is like uncanny. <laughs> <laughs> yep, as any good husband would do. <laughs> that, that is very fair. That do is you see a difference in this? I see no difference, babe. Yeah, I, I do in fact love your haircut. Yes. <laughs> yeah, when you're like so into someone that you like anyone you see is like they remind me so much of so her. much of wow, yeah. bunch mm-hmm. of liars. I'm surrounded by a bunch of liars. I'm telling all your wives. We're being or be very wow. <laughs> Are you gonna tell my wife? Not married. Yeah. Oh, her yeah. especially. <laughs> Matt, yeah, Matt, your traps. Son. You're off the hook. You've activated my yeah. trap card. <laughs> um, all right, so. Anyone else want to start their morning doing anything in particular? Uh, what, do, what does it, anyone want to do anything at all? You've got the celebration before you. It's uh, whatever you want to do. After I do my crop, I'll just rejoin whoever wants to sure. hang out. Sure. Easy enough. I will say for the sake of this, you run into Wyatt and Kessis at one point. That's and they're right like, enough. hey, we're out on the... We're, hey, we're out in the chat. You so want to finish? That'll be fun. Yeah. Ding. Oh gosh, Kestis is drunk. Wyatt has gotten Kestis drunk. That's good. And they're Although just Wyatt- wandering. He's riding Kestis. Rab- weird mangy rabbit man riding drunk centaur. Ironically, Ironically, it took 500 gold to get <laughs> Kestis drunk so Wyatt has no gold left. <laughs> but he's still got those ball bearings. That's awesome. No, he spent all his gold on ball bearings. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um... Okay, so you, um, we will say canonically, you have joined Kessis and Wyatt. Okay. The rest of you, at your leisure. I think I'd like to go to the library. Is the library still have its doors open today? Of course no? it does. Yeah, um, right. much busier than you would normally see it, uh, as it is now open to the majority of people that are coming through. And it uh, today, especially now that it is the first kind of full day of the celebration, you can see it is uh, pretty much floor to ceiling with scholars and wizardly looking people all just kind of perusing and speaking and having you can see that some of the kind of like uh the the speaking floors are now filled with like students and acolytes all listening to these people who are now giving these like dialogues and speeches here in the museum so or in the anthonym so it's like the walls are ringing with the sound of people talking and and debates being held it's it's well balanced but also much busier than it's ever been before you're like oh my gosh but yeah you walk in and um you can see normally you're greeted by one of the front uh one of the librarians who is usually at the front uh, but there's nobody at the front right now it is, seems like they're all preoccupied with other individuals so you can um, kind of walk around at your leisure can i head to maybe the arc room are there, are there any comings and going or like around the arc room 
Um, you're led Anybody to Anybody coming in and out. So you're led to the meeting, one of the meeting rooms where you, the secret entrance is to the Ark. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see there are people in there right now, uh, but none of them look to be Ark individuals, and it seems as though the secret entrance is... Can, as of right now, it is still closed off. I haven't really described how they go in, but suffice it to say, it's like there is a... It's standard rectangular room with some some pretty stained glass windows on one side and this kind of uh, rough wooden table that sits in the middle. And whenever the librarian brings you guys in, they usually place their hands on the table and pr- push it down and the whole table sinks into the ground and becomes steps, which then descend into a lower kind of underground whole like catacomb place that is full of members of the Ark. But this room currently where you are usually let in is busy with other people. There's some people on the table like scribing things and having like quiet dialogue so it doesn't look like the entrance to the uh, arc is currently open. Okay. Then I guess that's what Does that I make sense? That was a lot of just like... No, it makes perfect okay. sense. That's kind of what I needed. I was hoping there was some comings and goings maybe happening. Um. Hmm. Okay. Thank you. Good. That's all I need, I think, okay. yeah. Yeah. Right. You done? Mm-hmm. So now she joins the daydreaming troop. Yeah. At some point. Do you have a thing? I wanted to talk to me about my okay. benefits package. Depends <laughs> on what happens next. <laughs> okay. So should I go? Are you sure. Are you looking for Samia particularly? Mm, kind of. I mean, if you want to make an investigation check, try to find her out here, you're more than welcome to. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, investigation? Yeah, investigation. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> it's a four. <laughs> hey, look at that. It's great. It's not one. I found a rock um, with a four. You do not find Samia. However, as you are kind of like walking through one of the uh, larger parts of the uh, Anthonium where most people are off into the sides perusing through all the books, uh, you walk by one kind of long table where a few people are sitting and reading, but uh, mostly quietly to themselves. And you can see one of the uh, one of the librarians stands up from handing some stuff to uh, some very ostentatious-looking wizard. And then as they stand up and turn around, you can see it is Eyes of Two, Fur of White, the uh, tabaxi kind of uh, ar- architect or artifact per- person. I don't know what their true title is. Uh, but they <laughs> immediately recognize you and kind of nod in your direction, like, seeing that you are there. So if you want to approach them, you... Mr. Eyes of Two, have you seen Samia around? Do you know uh, good where she might be? Good day. Uh, celebration upon Happy you. Happy Celebration Day! Celebration Fox blessings um, and such. Of course, of course. I, you are looking for Samia. I, uh, we have not seen her today, but uh, is there something Eyes of Two can help with? Well... I was just, I was thinking about making some plans to go around. Do you know if, he's a part of the Ark, yeah? He is. Yeah. Yes. Do you know if the Ark is handing out assignments the next couple of days, or would I be free to not be called upon? Uh, he kind of, he kind of squints his, his multicolored eyes, kind of glinting in the light of the Anthonium. Uh, and he's, from my understanding, yes, there is still activity. Uh, within the Ark, but I believe that your assignment has requires you to lay low for a while, yes? 
Yes, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I couldn't be sent out someplace. I, tr- truthfully, I don't know how everything works, so but I just want to double check. Of course, it is, it is uh, segmentation that keeps uh, the arc thriving as it does. I will... Uh, I could send a message to uh, Samia and follow up on this for you, if this is acceptable to you. I suppose, yeah, that'd be nice. Is that you is that all we are looking for? I just just work? On I, the Well, it's just I was wondering if I could kick back and relax and not or if I have to think about a looming book. Oh, I am sure that you will have plenty of time to explore the wonders of the celebration if it, that is your desire. Books are not required to be returned immediately. All books have due dates. But okay. some are further out than others. I am sure this is not a problem. Alright. I just, again, I wanted to be able to relax, so... All right. Of course, of course. Appreciate your help. Thank you. Yes, happy to help. Mm, Okay. Um, So the ARC... I don't know if they're still handing out... They are still handing out Mm -hmm. assignments. Interesting. Um, In the ARC room, where we go, have I... Are there any sensors or anything? Like, have I noticed anything like that that would maybe, like, pick up on... I don't know. Sensors? Yeah, like sensors. Like, things that would, like, be tripped if a spell was activated in there. The cameras. Kind of like the Magical? Obel- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. obelisks. Yeah, like obelisks. Yeah. Oh, down in the, the, the Ark headquarters? Mm-hmm. Not that you know of, and I mean, I haven't really described it because there hasn't really been a need to, but think of it like, almost like, uh, gosh, I can't believe I have to dip into pop culture when I'm trying to play fantasy. It's so embarrassing. Um, think of it like a fantasy <laughs> men in black headquarters <laughs> where there are places for agents to have desks. There are places for people to have meetings. There are, uh, there's people, there's... There's creatures. Thinking. There's there's creatures that come to and from there all the time. Um, it's a it's kind of a hub of places, and you guys have always been pulled off into a meeting room with uh, Samia because she's your handler. She's the one that kind of is your go between for all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, you've always seen many people down there. I wouldn't say the like hundreds or so, but there's always been other individuals, mostly shady individuals, but other people that have been down there. Most of you stay kind of to your own groups, but you've seen other people down there. Um, but given its secrecy, you don't know if there was much in the term of, there wasn't like guards or uh, glyphs that were guarding the place or preventing spells of any kind that you're okay. aware of. And you do know that Samia did cast a couple spells while you guys were down there. So it you wouldn't assume that there's any magical blocking of any kind. Ooh, I think Zoot cast Identify a couple of times as well. I do want to point out that since this happens like, hundred years or so after the last campaign there actually might be glyphs down there guarding the place because glyph is a very popular name now that is true there could be some glyphs down there that is very true but you haven't seen any of them you don't know that they're glyphs right we have a glyph kenneth tbd (laughs) (laughs) still all of those heroes of old that are you get over here right now (laughs) (laughs) sorry tangent no it's fine no i like that was a good one it's relevant. That's a soft hand. Yay, I did a good one. 
My Good sister job. didn't hit me again. Inspiration. Um. Okay, so oh, thanks. I don't welcome. want to take up too much time. No, um, please. I would I like to try to maybe move away from the library someplace that mm-hmm. would be comfortable and central enough within a mile of it. I don't know if my... Sure. Like a private place within a mile. Like a uh, yeah, that should be easy enough to do. I mean, you can probably find an alley or, or a, a quiet kind of grove uh, a mile or so away, I would say. The city's pretty extensive, but there are always places for people to be alone even in a city as large as this mm-hmm. um so yeah i would say give yourself about an hour or so and you'd probably be able to find a spot okay well i would like to try to cast clairvoyance Ooh. um into the room where we are usually given assignments Ooh, okay oh, give me a second as i look um, up what this is would you like for me to describe it of course So i need a focus that's worth at least 100 which i can uh either a jeweled horn or hearing Aid. For hearing or a glass of eyes for seeing. Um, so you create an invisible sensor within a range in a location you're familiar with, um, a place that you've visited or seen before, or in an obvious location, blah, blah, blah. Um, a sensor remains in place for the duration, which is 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be attacked or otherwise interacted with. When you cast the spell, you choose seeing or hearing. You can... Um, use the chosen sense through the sensor as if you were in the space. So, um, and you, as an action, I can switch between hearing and seeing. Mm-hmm. She's really good at active listening. And she's yeah, yeah. multiple, um, many courses. A creature <laughs> can see the sensor if they have see invisibility or true sight. Okay. Um, so are you using they a, see a luminous intangible word? Are you using a hundred of the gold you've received to do yes. that? So go ahead and mark that hundred gold off and you can cast uh, clairvoyance. Uh, after 10 minutes of doing this, uh, do you have a, a, a flavor in how you cast it or? Um, you know, I hadn't thought about it. Uh, so in my mind, your clairvoyance Thank is you. just you uh, <laughs> taking 10 minutes to take the gloves and the vest off of the unheard servant and then sending him. Ooh, that's, oh, I love that's that. Smart. All right. Let's see. Oh, gosh. What do we want to name him? Does he have a name? I guess we could give him a name. Claire. <laughs> Claire? Yeah, for Claire Boy. Nailed it. I like Clarence. it. Clarence. Yeah. Clarence. Okay. Clarence the Point. Okay. We'll send okay. Clarence on his way. So you're sending the... Sending Claire... Clarence. No, Clarence. Clarence, Clarence parents have a real good marriage. Mm-hmm. Clarence. <laughs> Clarence, the, un- uh, the unheard. Uh, I would like to try uh, listening first. Okay. It's from eight miles. So you place your sensor into the uh, room uh, using hearing as the first one. Go ahead and do a perception check for me just as a as a start, just so I can kind of get a feel for what you're doing. Um, Ten for perception. Okay. Uh, the room seems fairly quiet. There isn't a lot of sound. You can hear some overlapping outside of the room. Uh, it sounds like two people having a discussion about uh, doing some sort of a job where they have to uh, get a large uh, magical safe out of a wizard's demiplane and how they're going to go ahead and go about doing that. Uh, but it's kind of it fades in and out as their voices kind of turn different directions. Uh, so you can, can't really pick up a lot of it, but you can pick up pieces of it, so... Can I use my action to see who that is? Perhaps? Of course. Switching to the visual side of it and using your perception. Go ahead and roll another one. See if you get any better. Okay. Uh, 
19. Uh, switching to the visual side of it, you can see the individuals that are talking are outside of the room where you have your meetings. Uh, they are, look to be about 20 feet away from there. Uh, one of them is leaning against uh, a writing desk where another individual is sitting. And the one standing is pointing at a, looks to be some sort of a drawing uh, as he's explaining. Seems is to it be. like a map or like a... Uh, looking at it, you can see it looks to be some sort of a piece of parchment with writing on it. But as they point to it, you watch uh, as like uh, runes will kind of like appear on it and like... Uh, a third dimensional version of it will like pop up so they'll touch a part of it and like a tower will uh, apparate in like this minor image and then they'll tap another one and it'll go away and another piece will come up so it looks like they're looking at a layout of some kind does it look familiar at all uh no not to you okay can i switch to hearing again sure this is so much fun for me switching to hearing you can uh you can hear the conversation continue uh, and you hear the sounds of other people walking by. You hear, it sounds like somebody uh, opens the meeting room, walks into the meeting room. It's an open, like open area. It's not. There's no door or anything. Walks into the meeting room for a second, uh, sets a couple things down, and seems to uh, their steps recede. Switching to the visual side of things, you can see that it appears just to be somebody who set down a stack of. Uh, a stack of books and a couple scrolls uh, and then bent down to apparently adjust something on one of their boots before standing up, grabbing it, and then proceeding to uh, walk out. So so there's no other meeting. No, there is nothing going place. on in the meeting. Uh, right well, I'll, I mean, I'll keep it up for like the duration of 10 minutes sure. just in case and somebody else comes in. I'm not expecting yeah. anybody else. Switching between the 10 minutes, nothing really comes of any of this. It seems that uh, Samia does... If you were looking for Samia, she does not appear at any time and nothing of note... Uh, for any of your purposes, I, I unless you're looking for something specific, Mm-mm, I was uh, just would. trying to gather information. I guess. Sure. Yeah. Um, I would say based on just the ten minutes that you spend, I would say something that you pick up based on your abilities is that um, the first thing you notice is that nothing that the arc is doing is outside of the city. None of the th- none of the things that you hear in the in the ten minutes of people walking by in the snippets of conversation, nothing seems to be all the, speaking all the to jobs a. Are in the city. Seems like most of the jobs that are being discussed are within the city itself. There is nothing that seems to be outside of the city, okay. in any means. Okay, thank you. So yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So with that, after the ten minutes, oh, uh, I also cl- want to make like special note of the people that I saw. There, sure. Receive the mission. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy enough to do. Okay. Um, yeah. So with that, uh, after ten minutes, uh, Clarence returns to you, uh, dons his vest and gloves once again, becomes the unheard servant, not the unseen servant, and you're good to go. Okay. Thank you. I do like the idea that that your unseen, unheard, unheard servant, unheard Unheard servant. servant was at one point. Is a ghost, in fact, and was at one point a person named Clairvoyance. Clairvoyance. Oh, I think that would make him a poltergeist if he can interact with the real world, right? Yeah. You have a poltergeist. That's incredible. Yeah, created from malice and and, and like (laughs) naughtiness. Poltergeist. Big time naughtiness. Okay. Wash those hands. This this whole storyline is going to change now. It's all going to revolve around who the hell Clarence is. Oh my gosh, he's the BBEG. I'm going to make it happen now. Oh my gosh, you imagine. Um, Okay, so uh, with that spell cast and that 
information acquired is there anything else you'd like to do specifically or you want to head to the celebration and meet up with the the group um i'll i'll scroll out a little note on the, the bobbin a little bobbin uh-huh. little note system um just because i don't want to be seen as being lacking of like mm-hmm. okay so um i'll scroll down what i think the arc is doing in this time which is still sending out people missions over the next few days um as well as a wizard with a dimmy plane chest <laughs> somewhere in this city is getting robbed. And then all the missions are in the city. That's that's all alright. I'm uh, trying, period. Love now. Hug hug keys keys. Really? You finish no. <laughs> You finish the note uh, the message is sent. There is no reply. Because they outboard you. <laughs> Probably. I've, I've got something for you. Uh-huh. So poltergeists uh, have traditionally been described <laughs> as troublesome spirits who haunt a particular person instead of a specific location. What did you do to clairvoyance? <laughs> I don't know. You did something to eclairvoyance. 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 Yeah. Many names. All right, now go ahead and say Bidia, if you would, please. Bidia. In a French accent. Bidia. <laughs> Sounds like he's just trying to say Bidia. What? I don't know what they are saying it like that. It is obviously Bidia. See, that's in French. Yeah. Yep. Apologize to all our French listeners. Yeah. yeah anybody who's a French listening, I would never so apologize sorry. to a French <laughs> listener. Unless you're French Canadian. In that case. <laughs> You don't even have the internet. In that anymore. case, you should be saying sorry. Get out of here, Holzer. <laughs> I'm or super something. sorry, okay, Holzer? for opinion you. <laughs> nah, they don't get good Wi-Fi at the hockey rink, so they don't really get to watch much. Is that a Uper accent? The only thing I know. Yeah, I don't know what you just said. Sounds great. What did you just say? Uh, you've learned everything from Letterkenny too. One hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I right. gotta catch up. That show, Oof, so good. <laughs> All right. Uh, any on this side of the table? He what do we got? Figured it out. Oh, you still want me to go first? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, all right. Connie is gonna take this opportunity to go and do something he probably should have done a while back. He okay. He's going to infiltrate Uncle Zoo's private office and see if he can find any information about what's going on behind the scenes. Okay. You head to the zoo. Um, and when you get there, it is empty. Yeah, there is, everybody's at the festival. Everyone is That's attending why he's doing it. the festival. Um, you walk in and you can see uh, up the stairs and off to uh, one side is uh, the wooden door where Uncle Zoo always... BG dubs uh, before he steps foot in that building, mm-hmm. he does cast Pass Without Trace. Easy enough to do. Um, real quick question about yes. that. Mm-hmm. The description says that you or your party get plus 10 bonus to dexterity and then in brackets stealth. Does that mean only stealth? Hmm. Because it says dexterity brackets only so i guess i'm asking an english question hmm. a question about the sentence structure 
Because dang, it's broken. If that's dexterity, if it means just dexterity oh, yeah. for a thief, it that is would be broken. wild. Yeah, which I'm happy to have. I would. I'm yeah. Like, Damn, I'm getting into all the locked things. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. no one knows it. Yeah. Already, it's great. Passes up trace. It it is truly, I think, one of the best utilitarian mm-hmm. spells out there. So handy. Yeah. I'm just saying they should have. If they meant it only to be stealth, they should have said stealth. Like it's mm-hmm. not like. Does anyone use another another um, attribute to do stealth? Like it's always dex. I think. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. I am trying to. Oh, figure yeah. out what that means. Has a plus ten bonus to dexterity in parentheses stealth. So, hmm. so I think it would only apply to stealth, only because. So why wouldn't you say to stealth? I don't plus because dexterity check. is like the umbrella that stealth falls under. Both of you make valid points. Yeah. Seems like a good high variant it, rule. It just seems like it would include other things if it wasn't just stealth. It would say other things in the parentheses or brackets. You know what I mean? That's Why true. call if, out specific stuff? If Jana was to say, hey, can we go out to dinner in parentheses, chilies, you would know. You wouldn't be like, and McDonald's? Yeah. So Hereford House then is where we're going. Jana is Drew's wife, for those of you that do not know. Thank Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Whoa. I'm looking at the certs right now. They're real. We got married twice because we want to make sure it's stuck. <laughs> are you being for real a little mm-hmm. bit? Yeah. Oh my gosh. We had two pa- two officiants at the first wedding, and then we had a judge mm-hmm. officiate the second one. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. To make sure it was all good, it was like we covered all our bases. One marriage so you license. You got married three times. Well, it is you one marriage two. license. Yeah, the first two didn't. <laughs> we were like, this is real questiony. Um, so you could say they, they were both out of. They, they were both pastors, but from out of state, and we were like, okay. too Colorado. internet illiterate to look it up. I don't know. <laughs> it 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 is weird when you start looking up some of the laws and stuff, and like. It gets really tricky of like, okay, let's, in this state, it's this for this. And yeah. I think and in Colorado, really, a tree could marry you. Right. I, right. And in so many states, like the responsibility to know that to stuff blind. falls on the officiant. Mm-hmm. So okay. if your officiant is not from that state, they don't know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So. The tree is pining for you. So. So. Um, the verbiage okay. of, the verbiage of D&D, I will say from here on out, the verbiage of D&D is as such. When it shows a, when it says dexterity and then parentheses says stealth, it is showing you the base skill plus the the base modifier, or not modifier, but the base, what are those called? What are those six things called? Your stats? Stats. The base stat plus the skill. So if it was sleight of hand, it would say dexterity, sleight of hand. It would say dexterity, acrobatics. Okay. That's what it's bracketing them in as. It's, hey, you're okay. using your dexterity. So and it is your stealth specifically. However, I'm going to, because of that weird loophole, for this instance, and this instance only, I'm going to let you use it for a for base dexterity just to see what you do. Because right. I like how you were trying to be like, is that allowed? Yeah. Yeah. So I found that's what it means. So 
from I, here on out. I want the potential but, to set this up for one of those godly moments where like sure. everything goes perfect. I want to see what happens. Yeah. I'm truly, truly invested. Okay, so he casts Pass Without a Trace before he enters the dojo. Okay. Excuse me. So, uh, you walk up to... All sneaky, stealthy. You walk up, up to the... You walk up to the uh, the door and stand there and wait for the briefest of moments as you uh, lean against the door as casually as you can as people are passing by at any given time. And in the moment that it feels right, you quickly open the door and lean into it and close the door in the briefest of seconds, uh, caused causing anyone by who would look your direction to miss you the moment that it would happen. Almost like when you look at something the second it happens and that second takes a little bit longer than it should, that's what that moment is. is it, you disappear and uh-huh. when they look, you are you weren't you were there to begin with. Nice. So, uh, but stepping into the the stepping into the dojo itself, it is quiet. It is uh, it is dark, uh, but you easily enough know your way around here. Can quickly feeling like move a through move through the darkness up the stairs to the door. Uh, that is Uncle Zoo's office. And he tries the door. The door is locked. Excellent. And he picks the lock. Go ahead and make a side of hand. Go ahead and do a thieves tool check. So your dexterity plus your proficiency. Ooh, plus proficiency. Mm-hmm. Plus 10. Well, okay, three. Dex 7, 10. Okay. Uh, 25. With a subtle the door opens up it's a trick i've leading known since to, i was a kid it's always had this one trick you just kind of push it in a little you have to like lift, lift it, it and up like push and then, it and yep, mm-hmm. yep pops right out yep. uh stepping into the room itself uh it is quiet uh it is a simple office with uh two small windows that look out onto the gym floor itself uh, but there is a desk a bookshelf and uh a chair all wooden, all made, not uh, ostentatious in any way at all. Uh, this is this is the desk that Uncle Zoo has had since he first started this gym. Before the Bravas were, I mean, long before he was being utilized by the Bravas in any capacity. So, um, but yeah, it's a simple setup. But is you've there been an exterior many- window at all? No, this okay. is all interior. Just, mm-hmm. just looks down mm-hmm. over the over the gym. Correct. Um, he's gonna take a quick glance out the window just to get his bearings he wants to know where every hiding spot every dark corner that's that's visible to him as a potential escape is out that door easy enough to do cool all right now he is going to look in all of the drawers and books and everything for any kind of correspondence that might or or evidence any kind of anything that seems to relate to um to leo to the the head of the clan or actually just any any family business at all Go ahead and roll a investigation check. Yeah, and this is where all falls apart because I have a negative one and no buffs to modifier, so oh it's really fun. Boy. So everybody, <laughs> blow on it. 
Well, you do have uh, your inspiration, yeah. so if you need to re-roll, and you also have your 2d6 that yep. you can use once a day if you need to oh, add yeah, that on as well. Can I have 2d6? And you can use one or both up to you yeah. as your knack for it abilities. Oh, dang. You're going to re-roll that one, though? Yeah. Oh? Oh. See? <laughs> what do I get for rolling four fives? 20. Holy moly. Everything was fives. Yeah, I do, I'm get, 20. I do get 20. I'm going to say four fives is 20 14. as far as I'm concerned. 14? Yeah. Um, with a 14, you begin to look around and you can find several books that contain uh, very straightforward uh documentation, ledgers uh, for, you know, dojo business. You can find a couple correspondence, a couple uh, lists uh, for supplies and other items, a short list of names of potential people to uh, allow membership to the dojo, all kinds of stuff. Nothing of Brava family business that you can see. Um, With a 14, I will say... You don't feel like you're finding everything. You feel as though you're like, there's got to be something. Mm-hmm. You're just not seeing it. Yeah. Can he? Can he use? This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you. Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
trying to get I'm trying to get a little extra bump here. Sure. I'm, I'm absolutely I'm thinking that he has chosen this way of shadows that's all about like hiding things in plain sight. Mm-hmm. This kind of special knowledge that he has to kind of like use the that to almost sense the most up yeah, the most opportune place in this whole thing to hide a thing. Being one who does not hide in the darkness, you feel as though things hiding out of sight would be too on the nose. Um, I will say go ahead and roll... Go ahead and roll a... I'll make this perception or insight. It's up to you which one you want to do. Uh, and you can do so with advantage. Awesome. Um, <laughs> 19. Very good. With a 19, you take a second and look at everything here and realize the most obvious one. Looking at the desk from someone in the room, of course you wouldn't think it has much place to hide anything. It's a very simple desk. It's got two columns on either side for uh, small drawers, and it has a flat top. And then you step to the other side, and you realize that the other side of the desk is a couple inches thicker from this angle. Something you wouldn't have noticed before. Or wouldn't have even thought to like think about. But you being who you are, you know what that is. And you walk up and sure enough you can see there seems to be some sort of a hidden compartment set literally in within the grain of the top of the desk. It's just like National Treasure. It is going to require a pretty decent DC to open this up. So I will say go ahead and do your Thieves tools plus your proficiency. So we're thinking like a 12 DC? Something like that. Uh, Thieves tools plus proficiency. So mm-hmm. is that... Uh, so this is dexterity. Dexterity plus proficiency. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sweet. Still getting that plus 10 to my dex. Adding that plus 10 to your dex, yep. Yeah. Twenty-five. That is exactly what you oh did no. to oh, nice. open this up because oh, it is there is no life. there is no keyhole there is no secret button it is literally shifting it just so to create a lip that can silently open up. Hold on, question: Are you sure <laughs> it's not a Fonzie? You know what? (laughs) Yes, it is. Okay, good, good, good. (laughs) With the subtle knock on the table, it silently opens up and laying underneath at a little bit of an angle the way it is designed to look as though there is is no difference in the width. But set inside this angled pocket, there are probably about six or seven scrolls, a couple sheets of parchment, a small box... And uh, a dagger. That's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, what is it? What Going does it through say? It? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the There are about three scrolls that you can see in there. The first one is a list of every uh, marked individual that the Bravas have. Every uh, with the leaf tattoo. Every marked individual. And is uh, just real quick, just to make sure. Yep. I would hate to not double check this. Mm-hmm. But is Mister? What was his name? Is that the Simpsons? No. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, <laughs> is is Mister Mort's name on there? Make an Arcana check for me. Ooh. Oh, nope. You've rolled like the same two numbers. Uh, this two. <laughs> Oh my gosh, change out the dice. Give me a, you, someone give me uh, a it's like the You are looking at this list. You are a perceptive person, but you don't understand magic in its entirety or what magic is capable of. So what you see is a list of names all written in what looks to be some sort of a bluish gold script. That kind of shines as you like, as the light kind of hits it. Um, and each name has a location next to it that also kind of shines uh, a bit differently. But it all, it's all, it's beautiful. And it also is like, if you were looking at something that's not quite 3D, it doesn't look like it's fully on the page, but it doesn't look mm. like it's floating off the page. Uh-huh. It's almost like you can't focus on yeah. it. Um, like and there's there's three D things or things that aren't meant things to be that seen in aren't 3D meant to be seen without three D glasses. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Right. Um, and which means it's black and it's uh, red and blue. Yeah. So for those who go. lived in the nineties, um, so looking at that, you're trying to understand what, like, why they look like this. And at the very bottom of the list, you can see Mister Mort's name, but it has been scratched out. Mm. As if trying to remove it, but it is still there. Um, very much like if you put marker over a pen, the indentations are still mm. clear and present. But whoever tried to mark this out couldn't do it for some reason. From magic. Um. Okay, what else? Uh, the second scroll that you find seems to be a... Uh, list of individual it seems to be a list of what looks to be uh shipments and supplies that the bravas are either sending out or receiving in these look to be shipments of all different kinds there are shipments leaving a place uh off the coast uh and heading deeper into alpha to the capital and it looks to be uh, shipments of some sort of thing called uh obsidian coral um you look and there are other shipments, shipments that come from some a place called the Copper Cove. Uh, you know, and it my, seems my to... wife was uh, born, I think, in a town called Copper's Cove. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Sorry. Tangent. Uh, no, you're fine. Um, <laughs> real life? There is a... No, mine. <laughs> the... <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no. There's a shipment of something coming from the Copper Cove heading uh, towards one of the outskirts one of the port cities here uh and it seems to be a shipment of uh 
arcane weapons. Uh, it doesn't specify what they are, but it looks to be some sort of a list of highly sensitive or against the law things being shipped to and from uh, imports and exports alike. Okay, what else do we got? The third one is a very simple folded piece of parchment. It's a letter written to two individuals. Zoo and Goody, your father. Signed in the hand of their father, Leo Brava. The script basically reads, My dear boys, I feel the time will come sooner than I hope that my time as head of the family will end. I know both of you have spent all your life dreaming, daring, hoping to take my place and keep the family going. I wish this not. I feel as though our family, while prosperous and thriving, has missed the point of why we are who we are, why the world respects us for who we say we are. I feel as though a family meeting is required. Both your families must be present. I say this out of love and respect for both of you, your father, Leonardo Brava. It is dated three days before your father was exiled. And the dagger? A beautifully carved dagger that has, uh, the blade is wavy, giving it a very sinister feel. The handle is made of some sort of bone or keratin of a, of a, of a talon. Do I recognize it? No, you've never seen this blade before. The hilt itself has jewels embedded in it. It is beautiful, but it looks evil. Oh, boy. Okay. He's going to wrist pocket this knife. Okay. Tuck everything else in his jacket. Okay. Step to the window. Mm-hmm. Make sure the coast is clear. What's, what's it Make like? a perception check. I'm not perceiving. Hmm. Uh, You're using a different die this time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good uh, call. Good call. Different number. <laughs> 16. 16. Um, the dojo is still empty. Sweet. He is going to bloop, bloop, bloop from shadow to shadow mm-hmm. using, what is it called? Shadow step, I think? Yeah. Um, to just teleport from shadow to shadow to shadow in a in a beautifully 
cinematic way you watch as Connie steps into a shadow and then in the wide shot appears out of another and steps into one and appears out of another. Oh, yeah. Before reaching the door. And is there, uh, there's got to be a peephole on this door. Oh, yes. So he's going to. You wait for the perfect moment, open the door, step out. No? Nah. (laughs) Stop you there, Raiden. I don't know. No, yeah. He he looks through the peephole. Mm Mm-hmm. Spies the nearest shadow, the farthest shadow he can reach, and teleports okay. to that. And with a magical finesse that not even Connie himself truly understands, he steps into the shadows of an alley adjacent to the the dojo, and melts into the darkness that he is so readily Connie is Batman mixed with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is mm. okay. So now there is a oh he. He closes the lid. Oh, of course. Uh, he he of closes. Course. Yeah, yeah. Let's, Close I was trying. I was trying to figure out would he leave that open just to be like, oh, someone caught you, Uncle Zoo, or would he let it be something that he assumes Zoo's gonna check on the, you know? Sure. So we'll just see. Okay. So now we go. Now he will watch and wait. Okay. Uh, moving on. Are you going to meet up with people, or are you going to just be on your own for now? Um. Who doesn't want to get day drunk with a horse? I, well, he does have something else. He needs to. He oh needs to perpetuate gosh. the. Uh, <laughs> he needs to get drunk with the horse. No, he needs to uh, perpetuate the uh, fight, the rivalry with. Uh, uh, hibiscus quencher. Hibiscus quencher. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I think he would make his way. Yeah, he, sure. He would make his way um, back. Into the festival, you know, to heading towards of, that area for yeah, sure. Wherever for sure. it is that he knows that there will be um, tests of strength and fighting prowess, of course. <laughs> okay, moving through the city to the last individual who has anything to do, uh, Zook. What are you? Anything you're trying to accomplish before you head to the festival itself? So. With what happened, reading the borrower's tome and Mm -hmm. finding out information on his father last episode. Yes. um, He wants to send a note back home to his family. For sure. To his son, Luke, and his wife, Yuke. Okay. Um, (laughs) But, and I don't remember if, like, the group, the crew knows that, like, Zook is kind of stuck there. Like, he can't leave. I don't, think, I don't think that's been explained yet. And he'll do that eventually. But Once he feels like he's open enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Once he comes out of his shell a little bit more. Uh, inspiration. Uh, I don't need it, but thank uh, you. How do I turn this mic off? <laughs> There's an on-off switch. There's on. a switch. You just want to go ahead and... I'll just meet you here. It's fine. Some scissors. <laughs> I'll cut the cord. And, uh, <laughs> um, so he's going to... He doesn't really have a good way of sending letters and notes back home to people so he kind of has to do it through his friends and through others sure so with the festival going on he wants to go find his friend who is a traveling chef yes his name is this is where it gets confusing because his master was kook with a k yes k-o-o-k yes but his friend the chef is kook with a c yes (laughs) and he travels with a group of chefs depending on the event doing catering or in his food truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kook's 
kooky cooks is what they call themselves. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, so, so with the, yeah, with the festival, <laughs> yeah, I had to be careful with that. <laughs> with, <laughs> the festival uh, going on, he assumes that Kook will be there. Um, uh, yeah. So you know, you met. Uh, you met Kook here in the city, being here as long as you had, yeah. um, at one of the uh, large uh, f- feasting halls that they have here in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, Just for turtles? Is it like a turtle? No, thing? it is. I oh. mean, it's a. It's a. Think of it as a open, like an open, uh, like a a big tent, big top uh, tent buffet, perpetual. Ooh. Um, it is what it is well known through the city as the uh, as the trough, a, a name that has Mayo. always given it a weird kind of vibe. But when you walk into it, you are bombarded with the smells of cooks perpetually making meats and vegetables and rices and Pasta. beans and just lining these tables that people can come in, pay a couple uh, copper or silver, and load plates up and head back out into the city. Um, do do centaurs? consider that name problematic like is no. that something that uh, causes them offense absolutely it was their not. idea absolutely not uh, um, sentient <laughs> horses however oh. while a minority do have a voice about that and you actually do see a few of them picketing uh well they can't pick because they don't have any signs it just but says we say nay over and over yeah think of like those crazy cows much like the cows of the chick-fil-a eat more chicken things yeah they're trying to like paint it we say nay on on road signs or whatnot but again Hooves, you can't really hold anything. It's a little, it's awkward. What's but, the name of this place? Uh, the trough. The trough. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as you uh, enter really into sick. the trough, you can see that there are uh, the places bustling with people uh, from near and far eating their uh, midday meal, uh, and you can see stacked on the shoulders of another uh, greenish gray kobold is Kook with his kind of flopped over hat. Uh, as he's sitting there uh, rotating a couple rotisseries, uh, he looks over at you and waves frantically as he sees you over and uh, uh, waves back. hops down and like takes uh, like takes a, a towel and begins to like wipe his the grease off his hands. But uh, he's uh, a cobalt. He oh. is most of the most of the uh, individuals who make food here are cobalts. Um, Cool. But, yeah. No, he, known, known for their culinary expertise, the kobolds have entered believe it or a not, new phase in Believe it or not. Um, tongues taste everything. Uh, but he walks up to you and says, uh, Zook, my friend, how's it going? Oh. oh, doing pretty well, Kook. How are you? Oh, you know, it's going pretty good. What can I do for you today? <laughs> good luck, Matt. You got this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, That's how Calvin brings him, take, brings him out of his shell. Well, I'm doing all right. Uh, I was wondering, I don't know when you are going back to the Emerald Isles, uh, our, our homeland. We hadn't even getting out of that. Not sure if you're traveling back there anytime soon. Weren't we just talking about making this easier to listen to? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's funny. I I'm didn't. Lo- have, I absolutely love what's happening. Right peeking now. behind the curtain, I didn't have a voice off the top of my head, and I was like, "Ah, Swedish a cook, a Swedish chief." You um, had it in your heart, and I had it like in my I'm heart. Almost trying to uh-huh. go into that. No, too. it's Sometimes yeah. Like, sorry, oh, I'm not. Oh, tr- I'm trying. I'm trying. Really good. Uh, I'm just realizing fun. like <laughs> Zook responds really well to like people with accents similar to his. Mm-hmm. So it could like, be that like, like, oh, I feel comfortable. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Some people, um, when they get around people with accents, they will just try and absorb that accent. Uh-huh. So maybe you're just like, oh, it's my friend Lucy. My, <laughs> my sister in Georgia, she's like, I'm from all southern now. I'm like, you're not. You grew oh, up in Kansas. No. I love becoming Tennessee in the second I cross state line. <laughs> Yeah, it's in nice. me. It's in me. It is. It's, it's so in there fun. somewhere. Yeah. Um, anyhow, sorry. Uh, Zook, uh, sorry, talking to Kook. Uh, he's, he's like, yeah, I didn't think about it, but uh, you know, I could probably get to... Uh, are you looking to send a message? Uh, yeah. Um, oh, you so, know, us kobolds, we have a pretty good network of uh, sending things to and fro. What are you looking to, are you looking to send? Uh, uh, I wrote a letter for... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the voice is stuck, confused in my head now. Um, I wrote a letter for Luke and uh, Yuke, and so I found out some information on my uh, father Ooh. and uh, mother that could lead me to some clues. On uh, you don't need me to explain this. You, you know me. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, and to find out what may have happened to them. Um, and I wanted to inform Yuke in particular. Luke's a little young to hear of about course, of course. the gruesome details of mm. Mm. So yeah, I just wanted to pass along the letter. Of course. And he takes it and uh, takes his hat off and puts it in and sets on it. He goes, you know I'll get there safe and sound. Ooh, appreciate it. Of course, of course. Uh, 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 any food for the road? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> And this is something I wanted to kind of establish for turtles. Pocket pie? They... Uh, oh, oh, uh, didn't think ooh. about that. Ooh, no, no. What you? What but, were you gonna say? Um, I like to think that Tortles, or at least Zook, whenever he has something in his possession, he calls it like, "This is my Tortle phone," <laughs> or "This is my Tortle dice." Nice. That's like, yes. Could I have some uh, Tortle soup? Which is really confusing for people because <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's just soup. Like yeah. everyone's eyes get real big. When <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he's like very, he's very unaware of it. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Uh, and he, he turns around and hops back <laughs> on the shoulders of his uh, compatriot who wheels him over to another station, uh, ladles up a bowl and brings it over to you, sets it uh, sets it in your hand with a spoon. And this bowl of lettuce. Injury! Ooh, thank you. It's mm-hmm. my favorite. Um. Uh, and as you get ready to leave, uh, Kook says to you, and uh, if I hear anything big from them, we'll be sure to find you. Ooh, thank you very much. Of course. Oh, don't uh, say hi to uh, Pook for me. You got it. Ooh, thank you. Hit my microphone. Um, <laughs> thumbs up, and he heads on back. His at that point, as he's talking to you, the lower half of him starts to move away because more orders are being uh, called up. So he has to wow. go back to the. Uh, but yeah, you exit the trough with your uh, soup in hand. Uh, it is delicious as always, and you can go about the city and enjoy the celebration as you see fit. Uh, yeah, I mean, from there, hmm? you just gotta walk past all those picketers again. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. you exit the trough with your soup in hand is such a great sentence. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. we say nay. <laughs> like we I want the nay. picture of. I it's want just them clopping. They can't really. Speak. They're sentient, but they can't speak. Well, they imagine, haven't gotten the unicorns on their uh, side of the picket line yet, so they're working the, the on that. The trough it's is a, not winning, and they're like, we can't winning, 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 winning. Uh, 
<laughs> they're walking in a circle trying to like protest, but people think it's just rides, and so they're lining up. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, no, damn it. Every once in a while, someone tries to put a quarter somewhere and just catches a hoof to the face. Winnie, you're gonna learn. Winnie, you're gonna learn. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. Wow. Sorry. Do you... Yeah, shut up. I'm so, yeah. <laughs> do people like not realize because the horses do not have the power of speech mm-hmm. and they also write so poorly because they have they have no with hooves or correct. their mouths does anyone actually know that the horses are like Protested. super intelligent it's a fine line so really they are just <laughs> it's a fine it is line. just a ride now here's no the thing. one's getting paid for. here's the thing yeah the centaurs would be the next logical person to ask this of them being as they are closely related but the centaurs hold a lot of ignorance to these kind of things yeah. whether it's intentional or unintentional so and horses that. think the centaurs are all bastards that's valid they actually mm. are the ones that know the truth that they are all yeah they, you see one centaur try and pick up a sign and he also gets hoofed in the chest they're 100% chimeras they were they're as a note totally there is God a couple horses man. just so you all are aware there is some horses in this protest that are protesting centaurs one of them is holding a sign that says they have too many kidneys and it is the appropriate number <laughs> underneath that but because yes. nobody's there and you can't read the uh-huh. signs anyway it still yeah. remains a mystery. The signs are in horse scratch. Yeah, and it's hard to read. Uh, <laughs> the but zonky has a sign that just says hashtag me too. I like. <laughs> wow, I like the idea that the horses like are just holding these picket signs that have been shredded because they've been trying to ride on them with hoofs. And just like they thought about trying to pin them on their backsides, but then the donkeys got offended by that, so they were like, "Ah, we uh, can't do that. Yeah, Not yeah, that yeah. again. Yeah. I don't no. think so." Listen, we haven't been allowed to play that game since the 90s, so don't bring that back. <laughs> don't start oh, that again. The fantasy 90s. The fantasy, fantasy 90s. 90s. These are good tangents. These are good tangents. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's, it's building tangents. the world. Yeah, yeah it's world yeah. building. Um, so yeah, yeah. Zook uh, takes out some, I guess, two-day-old shrimp at this point and is dipping in this. <laughs> He's a turtle. The, I, the constitution of turtles is something yeah. else, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, For so him, this has actually gotten better, right? Yeah. He's got more flavor. Oh, profile. it's softer on my beef. <laughs> <laughs> He's walking past all these protesters. He's like... Hmm. I wonder what they're mad about. <laughs> and he just goes to look for his friends. Just go back to look for his friends. Mm, pony bag. All right. He can't read the signs. He's trying uh, to like cast spells to read it. And it's just yeah. Illegible. Wait, <laughs> even, yeah, even reading that. Yeah, even trying to cast like tongues or whatever. I was like, I still don't understand what it means. Um, reading, uh, heading back uh, one by one towards, I would say, mid-afternoon at this point after several hours of everyone kind of starting their days. Wait, we didn't do Wyatt. We'll get to them. We're uh, going to get danger The again. Oh, individuals right. all Wyatt. collect uh, near the middle of the city uh, and turn, you know, one by one, you all kind of meet up in the center of the city as uh, the mid-afternoon sun is high in the sky and the gates open to, re- the, gates open, uh, to the circus that is in town and people begin to move their way into the circus and the carnival to begin the celebration as uh, the day is high and the spirits are also high. Um, And so you will all gather together uh, and make your way into uh, Dimitri's Circus to explore the wonders and uh, magic of the carnival. And that is where we will leave you all 
tonight with the group gathering together to explore the carnival in its weirdness and its wonder uh, next time we are all together. And hopefully next time we'll have Kestis and Wyatt here to see what they do. Um, but yeah. We'll see if I felt they like both that was... survived their automotive diseases. Yes. Let's see if they both survive their automotive diseases. And I got to think of a joke Auto now about a car diseases. Volvo. Damn it. I was right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's it. I don't know. Somebody else make the rest of oh. that joke. I was trying to There's think of one. Wrong and then with I just Cadillac. Mm. Nah. <laughs> Cadillac arrest. Cadillac arrest. That'll work. That's pretty good, right? That's yeah. great. I mean, buddy. that's a really serious problem, though. Like the yeah. the joke that you're making is like that. <laughs> yeah. Why do you hate people who have heart issues? I don't. I hate Are people sure? who have Cadillacs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Prius. Oh. Hold on. Let's make some other um, suggestions that they have STDs, though. <laughs> okay. Thank you all so much for playing. <laughs> Thank you all so much for watching and listening. This has been the Wild Magic School Bus. Good night. You know one of them. Good night. Hello again. Hey, it's me, Calvin. And before you leave, I wanted to thank you for listening to the Wild Magic School Bus. I really hope you have as much fun listening as we do making this for you. We release new episodes each Monday, so be sure to check them out on whatever podcast platform you use. Hey, you know those moments in the show where we do things but you can't see them and you really wish you could? Well, do we have the channel for you? Check out our YouTube and you can watch all the gang in action. And we've got socials too. Just search the Wild Magic School Bus and be sure to hit that follow button. Or the subscribe button. Or whatever button they have nowadays. It's really hard to keep track. Now, we are a podcast, so we're pretty much obligated to have a Patreon. If you want, you can support the show there. You can find ad-free, early access episodes, and more. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time. he does is collect debt hmm. what what he does with it or his motivations i've yet to decide but the debt collector being someone that instead of you know i'm here to collect a debt but nope just here to collect your credit card debt actually i like the idea that he was once told about this idea of bankruptcy and he's always felt financially insecure and felt that like if he could just start all over it'd be fine so, so he's going around collecting debt from other people in order to become so insolvent that he can. He thinks it's got to be billions of dollars. <laughs> if only I can reach eight billion, I can retire. <laughs> that would be perfect. What uh, What did Austin say? He was like, maybe it was because he's the antithesis of money or something like. Oh, too much money, and people take notice of you. So he's trying to get the negative amount of money so no one would ever bother him. Yeah, so the he just right wants to live. No money, so yep. no relatives ever call him. Yep. Because if you're like super, being a, a homeless person, it works. <laughs> no, he's a pirate. Yeah, so basically a homeless person, but with a ship. Yeah, that was the part that I didn't understand when he was describing this thing to me. It was like, yeah, pirate that boards your ship and takes your debt. I'm like, why would you have debt if you're on a ship? Like, I don't, I'm I'm missing the point of the debt and collector on. And then we talked about, the, cruises, we talked about the bingo. <laughs> That's true. Trips are ships are expensive. You got me there. Yeah, you ever seen people on the lake with boats?
It's only the fancies. I mean, you've been to John and Buffy's. That is true. I have only been. I like that count. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.